Wow, that party was bear peng last night. Wanna come to a party in my yard? Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. Okay, man. If you don't want to head, catch you later. Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. A recent survey of SGI students found that a staggering 91% of non-native speakers have been confused or unsure of what an English person was saying because they were using slang. If you don't want to miss out on the party, search for the Slang Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or head to our website, theslangpodcast.com, where you can listen and learn all the British slang you need. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matt Locke. Holy cow is all I can say about the news that has come out today. We're going to talk some IG, we're going to talk some... Comey, oh my God, we've got uh, Ilhan Omar back in the news. I mean, there just is never a lack of anything to talk about. Um, If we get to it, we've got some Facebook, we've got Australia, we've got lots and lots of stuff going on, but uh, welcome in, Matt Locke. So glad you're along for the ride. You can find me over on Twitter. Instagram and parlor at Real Matlock, L O C K E. So get over there and uh, follow me if you would. If you're a Facebook person, I'm on the Cartel Matt and the Matlock Show. So if you would, please go follow them. Facebook is ridiculous. I've been sitting at 10,150 followers for the last three months. I gain five, lose five, gain six, lose six. I mean, it's like clockwork. It is so weird getting censored over there. Go go show Facebook. Go, go Just go show them. Go, go like the Cartel Matt, the Matt Locke Show, if you would. Um, Kirsten Gildebrand is out. <laughs> is anybody surprised at that in- outcome? No. I mean, no. God. Well, I'll, I'll think about being vice president. You know, and, and I told you yesterday, I think it was on the program yesterday or on Monday, Hell, it could have been Tuesday. I don't know. The days all run together now. Um, she was uh, trying to get her donor base up to make the next debate stage, and she was going to give you a $30 T-shirt for a $1 donation. Um, that's why liberalism doesn't work. <laughs> and that's why Kirsten Gilderbrand is out running for president on the Democrat ticket. Another one bites the dust. We're down to 21, I believe, and only 10 are going to make the stage come September. We're at the end of August. It's unbelievable. Um, contract got signed yesterday, the big announcement for America's Voice News. Got that all done. I uh, talked to them over there yesterday. They're sending me a whole setup for the studio. So you are going to start getting, you guys asked for it, now you're going to get it. You're going to get another hour a day of the Matt Locke show. So you're going to get two hours a day. You're going to get the hour podcast, which I will continue to do because I'm liking this podcast thing. I'm liking the ability to come in here. I've got a home studio. I don't know if you all, I don't know if you saw the pictures or not. Maybe I'll post them up on, on Twitter one of these days, but I've got a little, what they call a pocket office in the home that I built here. It's a little eight by eight office. It's fantastic. I got a nice desk. I've got three or four monitors. I've got my board, my microphone set up. I get to come in here and do a podcast whenever I choose. It's fantastic. I don't have to run any video. I don't have to push any buttons. Start, stop. That's it. It's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's purely simple for someone like me that uh, needs simplicity. Um, Hats are out today. Hats are out today. If you're listening currently to this show, Hats are now over at thematlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E, thematlockshow.com. Hit my shop button, and I'm going to tell you what happened here. I told you the story yesterday, but I'll tell you again today. I ordered a dozen The Matlock Show hats. Now, I did that because I wanted to see how the logo was going to look embroidered. If you remember on the cartel, I couldn't embroider the logo because it was it had too many colors, it was too intricate, and it wouldn't have embroidered well. So I had Scotty Roberts do the Matlock Show logo, and I told him, I said, here's the only uh, prerequisites I have. 
I need it to be simple and clean so that it can be embroidered because I want to do hats. I want to do shirts. I want to do some golf shirts maybe on down the line where I embroider it. Um, there's, I've got all kinds of things I want to do with it. So I said, please keep it simple. Please keep it clean, but let's figure out how we can do that. And I'm going to tell you, the hats came out fantastic. And, you know, Ron Phillips, I love the man, by the way. He's, he's my friend because of what happened at Mojo. You know, it, the business didn't work the way it should have, and that's okay. Ron's still my friend. He came up with the beating the left over the head with it. So I have to say, I want to give you a little history lesson here before I jump into Jim Comey. Good friend of mine, Dane Ember. Used to uh, listen to the show all the time. He probably still does. I haven't heard from Dane in a long time. I'm going to have to call him. But Dane is an artist and, and a very, very good artist. Uh, he has sent me stuff that is just unbelievable. If you find him over on Facebook, he is an amazing artist. But he sent me, which still, it, it, it makes me feel so good. He made this microphone. It, and he actually made it. He made it out of uh, metal. And it, it had the microphone stand. It had a base. It had the microphone like in a shock mount. And then the microphone had studs on it like a mace. And on that placard, because it was it sat on a, a pla like a placard was the base, beating the left over the head with it. And it was a microphone that looked like a billy club. It looked like a mace. So when I talked to Scotty Roberts about doing my logo, I said, you know what? This is what I do. I beat the left over the head with the truth every day. I use my microphone to beat them over the head with it. Ron used it when it came to my introduction. And now on my logo, on the Matlock Show hats, it's that microphone with, with studs on it. It, it, it. It's a microphone mace. And I told him, I said, Scotty, I want that microphone to look like a mace. I'm beating the left over the head with the facts every day. So when he did that, it came out so amazing on the hat. So long story short here, um, I wanted to make sure that the first run of hats looked good embroidered. So I only ordered 12. I'm keeping two, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. The first 10 hats, and you got to get over there. The first 10 hats. I'm going to personally autograph. So if you get over to the matlockshow.com, you hit the shop button, you get you a hat, I will personally autograph that and send it to you. That's what's going on. It's the initial, there won't be another 10 like it. These are going to be the only 10 that I'm going to autograph. Uh, I might even number them so you know which where, what order you got it, but they're going to be the only ones that happen that way. So this is going to be a piece of history, guys. This is going to be a piece of history because I'm telling you, I'm going to blow this thing out. we got TV coming. We've got the podcast going. We're going to grow this thing. You guys are blowing me up over on Spreaker, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify. I mean, it is unbelievable. The numbers are way up. Thank you so very much. We are making big strides and bigger things are coming. Even bigger things are in the works. So if you followed me anytime throughout my career of radio, I'm always working toward the next big thing. And I'm working on several things right now. And once again, it's radio. It took a while to get this television thing done. But I'm working on things that will take some time but are only going to get bigger. So get over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, thematlockshow.com. Get you one of those hats. They're amazing. I'm going to sign the first 10. It's history. You're going to want to be part of it. All right, this segment, this part of the show brought to you by scarsandstripescoffee.com. If you want good coffee, I mean, this is good coffee, first off. You know, you're going to get a, a, a quality, amazing coffee. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com, S-C-A-R-S, scarsandstripescoffee.com, and get you some coffee. Now, the best thing about Scars and Stripes Coffee, why I love them, is they empower veterans. You know my heart here at the Matlock Show. You know how I like veterans. I'm working on some stuff here for the podcast uh, for veterans, for first responders, police officers, firefighters. I'll get that done here hopefully the next month or so. Still working on that. We're going to go back to some of those things. Just still trying to get my feet under me. Still trying to get the radio and the TV done and just lots of stuff going on. It's just me now. But Scars and Stripes Coffee empowers veterans. Every time you buy a bag of coffee, you're actually empowering a veteran. A veteran can go and can have a mission. They can be wrapped in a group. They work in these small groups. They've got um, 
camaraderie, brotherhood, ship. They, they, they've got this amazingness, but Scars and Stripes Coffee pays these veterans. They, they, they run their own business. So you're buying a bag of coffee from a veteran, and you're helping that veteran with a mission. You're helping that veteran to come off the battlefield, to come off of deployment, to come off of duty, and to have an active mission to go to. So please, do me just do me a favor. Go check out scarsandstripescoffee.com. There's a link on my website, thematlockshow.com. You can go to scarsandstripescoffee.com. That's S-C-A-R-S and stripescoffee.com. Check them out. See what they're about. Tell your friends. Hey, maybe talk about them on social media. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Go empower veterans and do it today. A proud sponsor of the Matlock Show. All right. So I want to get to this. Yesterday, um, any of you guys remember former acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker? You know, the, the left hated him. The left absolutely hated Matthew Whitaker. And I thought, oh, okay, this guy could be good. I mean, this could be all right. He's from Iowa, from a corn state. I mean, may not be too bad, right? So former acting attorney general Matthew Whitaker said yesterday that the potential release of an inspector general report, which is out today, focusing on ex-FBI director James Comey, could shed new light on why he was fired. Now we know. We're going to get into that in a minute. But I wanted to talk about this article because it's crazy. Whitaker, who served as the interim uh, between former Attorney General Jeff Sessions and current AG William Barr, claimed on Wednesday that Comey and Top Brass operated as if they were above the law. Now, isn't that the way you feel? I mean, because the IG reports come out. I'm going to talk about that here as we continue through the show today. All stuffy for some reason. Sorry, it, it gets stuffed up sometimes. But uh, the IG report is out. The DOJ... And the AG are not, they're not going to pursue prosecution of James Comey for leaking classified info. Now, I'm going to say some things here you may or may not like, uh, but this is my opinion. Should Donald Trump start over with the FBI? First question. I mean, should Donald Trump, should President Trump just scrap the, and I'm not saying the rank and file of the FBI. I'm saying the management higher up structure of the FBI. Should he just start over? Is it corrupt? I mean, we're going to get into this IG report here in a couple minutes. But it, I'm reading this stuff this morning before, you know, I'm getting my show prep ready. I had some stuff ready last night. Um, I saw this come out this morning, so I've been working on it. And, and I'm thinking to myself, is there any justice in this country? I mean, are, are we living in, in a moment in time where if you are anti-Trump, if you got Trump derangement syndrome, you get to walk free? I mean, you got Hillary Clinton in that. You got Barack Obama in that. You've got Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch. You've got McCabe. You've got Comey. You've got Clapper. You've got Brennan. You've got, I mean, Comey. You know, you name all these people, all, all one thing in mind. And I'm going to tell you what's going on here because I looked it up this morning. Q, QAnon.pub hasn't had a post since August 1st. It is August 29th. Four weeks, there's been no post. And the last post that Q put up, oh, August is going to be hot. This next month's going to be hot. Stuff's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. So I, I have to ask you again, and I'm going to get into this because I want to cover this, but should President Trump dismantle the management team of the FBI? Because Whitaker, he said the top brass and Comey acted as if they were above the law. They operated as if they were above the law. He says, I think it's going to lay bare a lot of rumors or innuendo we've heard, he said, of the potential release from the inspector general. It's going to say specifically what Jim did leak and how he leaked it. And it did. We know that Jim Comey is a leaker. We're going to get to that in a minute. The purported document is said to concentrate on the former FBI's director's leaking of these memos detailing his interactions with President Trump just prior to Trump firing him. So if you'll remember, he didn't take any memos with Barack Obama. But he felt like he had to take some memos with President Trump. Amazing, isn't it? Those memos were then passed on to his friend and law professor at Columbia University, Daniel Richmond, who then gave them to the New York Slimes. Comey later admitted to that arrangement during congressional testimony. According to Whitaker, that situation exemplified the questionable culture Comey oversaw inside the FBI. Quote, these folks were running their own plays. 
They did not believe they were in the chain of command of the Department of Justice. Jim is really demonstrating why he was fired, quite frankly, and he is. Now, Whitaker says, I think one of the things the IG report is going to lay bare once you hear the story of Comey and McCabe told together is that there was a culture of leaking in the senior offices at the FBI that was really out of control. And it was. And we know that. And we know everything that I just told you there was true. We know that it happened. We, we know what Comey was doing. We, we understand all of this, right? So let's get to what the IG said. So the watchdog office, this, this it right here, this is the IG, headed by Michael Horowitz, uh, said Comey broke FBI rules by giving a memo containing unclassified information to his friend Daniel Richmond. And, and once again, wait a minute. Wasn't this stuff classified at one point? Now it's unclassified? I, I don't... How, how does something go from classified, unclassified, classified, unclassified? I mean, it's like, let's just make the story up as we go, right? So what we're finding out is that Comey broke FBI rules by giving a memo containing unclassified information to his friend Daniel Richmond with instructions to share the content with a reporter at the New York Slimes. The office also said Comey failed to notify the FBI after he was fired that he had retained some of the memos in a safe at his home. So not only does he have government information, he failed to tell anybody about it. Failed to tell anyone about it. Now, I, I, I've got a serious question here. You know, we started with the question, should President Trump dismantle the FBI management team, right? My second question to you today is this. <laughs> if Comey broke FBI rules, isn't that the same thing as breaking the law? I mean, I'm pretty, you know, look, I don't know the inner workings of the FBI. I have never worked, and I can tell you this on, on national radio, I have never worked for the Federal Bureau of Investigations. I've never been a contractor, a CI. I don't know how it works. But if you are openly breaking the FBI rules, which is the Federal Bureau of Investigation, isn't that like breaking the law? I mean, can, head over to Twitter, at Real Matt Lock. I want to hear this as, uh, as you see it because I don't know. But, I mean, the guy's breaking FBI rules. He, he was rightfully fired. Let, let's just put it that way. In, in the end, he was rightfully dismissed from his position, right? So we know that he broke FBI rules. We know that he gave the information to his friend, Daniel Richmond. We know that then Richmond shared it with a reporter. We know that Comey failed to notify the FBI after he was fired, that he had more of these memos at his home, and that he wrote a series of memos about conversations with the president, Trump. He said unnerved him. Now, Comey went on to state he wanted to make a record of the interactions because he was concerned President Trump might lie about them later. How do we know you're not lying about them now? See how this works? Do you see what's going on here? Well, I made I made record of the fact that I wanted to make sure that Trump couldn't lie later on. Well, are you lying, Mr. Comey? How do we know you're telling the truth? We watched you break FBI rules. We watched you pass on classified information to now we know Daniel Richmond, who was actually working with the FBI. <sighs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch my breath here because I'm, I'm irritated. I am irritated because today I took to Twitter this morning and I'm like, you know, is there a bigger fish here? Seriously, everybody keeps saying, and I don't know this to be true. I, like Once again, I'm not part of the FBI, but everybody keeps saying, you know, just have faith. Just have faith. Believe in the plan, Q. Blah, 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 blah. There's a bigger fish here. You know, they're going to get Comey on bigger stuff. We're going to let this little stuff go, but bigger stuff. But I'm starting to be very disappointed in the Department of Justice. Because I'm going to tell you, if this were you, if this were me, if this were any American citizen, our asses would be sitting in jail. And yet, you've got Comey out there today. He's demanding an apology. I mean, oh my God. I just, I am so done. I'm so irritated with all of this. It is the, it is the craziest thing I have ever seen in my life. 
I mean, here is the director of the FBI leaking classified information. They said that's not classified to a professor at Columbia who's actually working for the FBI. He's keeping notes thinking that Trump's going to lie, but is he lying? And the whole management system of the FBI is corrupt. <laughs> and here we sit today. I'm talking about it to you on my radio program, and it's crazy. And here's the, I was looking for the tweet from James Comey, which uh, came out this morning, 9 o'clock a.m. It says, DOJ, the DOJ IG found, and this is a quote, found no evidence that Comey or his attorneys released any of the classified information contained in any of the memos to the members of the media. It's a, Then he says, this is Comey in his tweet, I don't need a public apology from those who defame me, but a quick message with a, sorry we lied about you would be nice. You know what, Comey? Go F yourself. You pompous, arrogant asshole. I mean, isn't that what the guy is? I mean, this guy, oh, I'm a Republican. Oh, 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 all this wife and four daughters are dyed in the wool libs. I'm a Republican. I'm above reproach. Da, 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 da. But yet they found binders in a safe. Thank you, Patrick Holly. One big league politics. I'm going to get Patrick on here. I saw Patrick this morning on Twitter talking about Nexium, talking about Epstein. Now we know just in the Epstein case that two cameras now outside of Epstein's uh, cell malfunctioned or they can't get the video off of. Huh, how convenient. Anyway, we know that Comey is not a Republican. This guy's a douche bag. I'm sorry, but he is. Now, in April of 18, Comey turned over seven memos to congressional investigators and eight of the 15 pages were redacted due to classified exceptions. So you can't tell me that he didn't turn over memos to this Columbia professor that were not classified. Comey told the Senate Select Intelligence Committee in June of 17 that he leaked the memos following his May 17th termination to prompt the appointment of a special counsel. So we got, that's the whole thing. We got one Robert Mueller out of all this garbage. So as we watch this, we've got classified memos. Comey's trying to tell us that, you know, hey, I'm trying to keep the president from lying. You know, the DOJ saying, well, you know, we're not doing that because it's not classified info and that the memos containing unclassified information. And now we know that seven of the fifth, eight of the 15 pages were redacted due to classified exemptions. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Quote, I asked a friend of mine to share the content of the memo with a reporter. I thought that might prompt the appointment of a special counsel, and it did. Sorry. I mean, if you can't tell Amir, I'm so, I mean, I'm so sick of the two different systems of justice. I mean, we all know. Nobody is nobody is fooled or surprised that Jim Comey leaked classified information. What I am surprised at is the Department of Justice not doing their damn job. Is there a bigger fish? I hope so. I mean, you know, I should get. I, I have. I have this rule. I have this rule. I'm gonna calm down here a little bit and talk normal and sensible. I've been all over this microphone so far in the first 25 minutes. I have this rule with President Trump, 24 hours. You got to give it 24 hours to disseminate what the actual news is because we know, I mean, you and I both know the media is in it for the Democrat Party. They're not in it for the truth. We're not getting proper reporting out of the news. So once again, I don't even know if this is true. What are we going to see in the next you know, week? Do I give this another 24, 24 to 48 hours? Do I sit here and say, you know, all right, calm down, Matlock. The truth will shut, the, the truth shall shit, shall shit, ah, easy for me to say. The truth shall set us free. Now, Comey says he didn't consider these memos part of an FBI file. That is just bull. I mean, that is beyond absurd. You're the FBI director. You're keeping memos of your conversations with the president of the free world, the, the, the most influential person on the globe, and you didn't consider that part of an FBI file? He thought it was his personal aid memoir. I always thought of it as mine. 
he added. You're working for the FBI. You're keeping notes on your meetings with the president of the United States. How in the world are you just, are we so stupid as to believe that you would think, oh, well, you know, I just thought these were mine. I just thought these were mine. Are you kidding me? Now, we talked about Comey saying, you know, hey, I want an apology for, you know, sorry we lied about you kind of thing. But he went on to say, and to those who have spent two years talking about me going to jail or being a liar and a leaker, ask yourself why you still trust people who gave you bad info for so long, including the president. Now, that irritates me, you arrogant son of a bitch. Why don't you ask yourself about the liar? The you don't have a bit of, you don't even have a thread of truth, Comey. You don't even have so much as a morsel of truth, but yet you want us to believe you're on the righteous side of this deal and the president's not. Well, where is your proof? Because we know you lied. We know you leaked. We know you had information in your safe about Hillary Clinton. I said I was not going to get worked up, but I'm, I'm so irritated. I'm irritated today, and it isn't from the coffee. It really isn't. Jim Comey is a worthless piece of shit. I mean, let's call it what it is. He is a worthless piece of dog crap. And he sits there and he runs around and he acts like he's untouchable. And they, I mean, I'm telling you, they're all just sitting there chuckling. And they're all sitting there just, you know, they know what they got away with. They know, you know, I know. We're not stupid. We're watching the Democrat Party. We're watching the management of the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, all this crap, sit there and conduct a soft coup of the President of the United States, and they're sitting there giggling about it because everybody is just like, man, nothing to see here. Andrew McCabe got a freaking job at the Communist News Network. This is what they do. Jim Comey, I mean, someone said this on Twitter the other day, and I know they're right. He's going to have a job somewhere on a mainstream media television station for the upcoming election because we're too much, we're, we, we're not going to prosecute. And everybody's like, oh, oh, wait for the IG report on the FISA. Wait, wait, it's coming, it's coming. I sure as the hell hope so. Because the watchdogs report on Comey is separate from a larger report on the Department of Justice's handling of the Trump-Russia investigation. Representative Jim Jordan from the great state of Ohio, ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, issued a statement slamming the actions as laid out by the Inspector General's report. Here's what Jim Jordan had to say about Jim Comey. Quote, today's report is a disappointing reminder that the former FBI director put partisanship and personal ambition over patriotism and his legal obligations to the American people. By leaking his confidential communications with the president in an attempt to save face in the wake of his firing, Mr. Comey believed he was above the rules of the DOJ and the law. His actions were disgraceful and part of a wider effort within the Obama Justice Department to undermine President Trump. Okay. So I want to talk about something. I want, I want to talk about this. So Jim says this, you know, we know, we know his actions were disgraceful and they were part of a wider effort within the Obama Justice Department to under undermine the sitting president, Trump, Russia. We know. So where is the proof? Where is the prosecution? Where is justice? We've been told now for how long? two years, that justice is coming. We've been told that these lawbreakers, we, we've seen this everywhere. I mean, we've seen this stuff. This is, not, this is not stuff that you can't go find. Go research it. We know they broke the law. We know there was no Trump-Russia collusion. We know that Mueller was an absolute farce. We know that it was a setup, and it all happened because one Jim Comey wanted to get a special prosecutor set up. This is nothing but a sham. When is the truth going to come out? When are we going to see it? 
Everybody keeps saying, oh, it's going to happen with the FISA court. Oh, it's going to happen here. Oh, it's going to happen here. Well, it hadn't happened yet. You know, once again, I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to finish this up because I've got other stories I want to talk about today. I spent more than a half an hour on this. This is a disservice of our country. Jim Comey, you know, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a judge, but we know what he did. We know that he leaked this information. The DOJ knows he leaked this information. We know the soft coup that was happening on President Trump. We know about the FISA. We know about Papadopoulos and Carter. And we know about Misfood. And we know about Harper. And we know about the, the Clintons. And we know about Obama. And we know about Loretta Lynch. And we know about Bill and Loretta on the tarmac. We got all this information. But yet, for some reason, nobody else but us can put it together. I mean, here I am, a stupid hick, hayseed, you know, sales guy from middle America who gets it, but yet no one else does. And I'm just going by what I see in the news. What do you think we don't know? What, what information do you think is out there that we do not know, that we don't have privy to, that we, I mean, this is just insane. But yet here we are. And we keep hearing the same damn thing. The next one's going to work. The next one's going to work. The next one's going to work. The next accusation's going to stick. I'm going to go back to my first question. Does President Trump dismantle the FBI, the management? Now, someone said today, and I'm hoping this to be true. I'm wishing and hoping and looking at the brighter side of things. Politics is about timing. I've said this before. I've said this to you before on the cartel, on my show. I've said it to you before. Trump has all the information. Trump has all of the information. He can declassify it at any given time. And we keep saying to ourselves, why hasn't he de declassified this information? What is going on? Why, why hasn't it happened? Timing. I would like to think and I would like to hope that Trump is holding this information back to use it at the most opportune time. Now, mind you, there isn't anybody on the Democratic side that can run against him, so maybe he's just keeping it in his pocket. I don't know. I do not know. I'm going to give this the 24-hour rule, maybe 48, let the weekend go by, see what the hell happens, but I'm very disappointed in what I'm seeing today. All right, guys, head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. CombatFlipFlops.com. I've got my flopperators. I'm going to tell you, it is the nicest pair of flip-flops I own. I've ever owned. Let's just put it that way. I mean, they are soft. They feel good on my feet. I could walk around the Texas State Fair with them on. They are amazing. They're well built. They got the little patches. I love the, they got little patches on the outsides of your feet. Uh, one says bad for running. One says worse for fighting. But you can put the American flag on them. You can get all these patches from them. It's fantastic. They got the zero rise. So I have the zero rise and the regular flopperators. And if you use lock 25 like I did, L-O-C-K-E-2-5. You'll get 25% any, off anything on their website today. It's amazing. I bought those flip-flops. I think they're normally, I don't know, 30 bucks. And hell, I got like, what's 25% off of 30 bucks? $8? I bought those things for like 22 bucks. Crazy. You can too. Head over to combatflipflops.com. Use lock 25 L-O-C-K-E. Two five and get 25% off anything on their website. And they sell more than flip-flops. They've got merchandise. They've got jewelry. They've got all kinds of stuff. They have a great mission. Go check them out. Lee and Griff are great friends of the show. Head over to combatflipflops.com. Use lock25. You'll get 25% anything off their website. Go do it today. Combatflipflops.com. Lock25. Do it now. Um, DHS, Department of Homeland Security. I got a couple stories here I want to get to in this final half an hour. I got about 25 minutes, but close enough. I ran it on about Comey, and now I'm irritated. I'm going to bring it back around because there's a couple stories here. I'm going to hit on two stories the rest of this hour, okay? One is the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, is going to bar Democrat staffers from visiting border facilities after they were rude and disruptive the last time they were there. Now, imagine that. A Democrat, excuse me, being rude and disruptive? I mean, seriously. Can you imagine that? I can. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security has barred Democrat staffers from the House Oversight Committee from visiting Customs and Border Protection facilities at the U.S.-Mexico border as part of a planned trip this week after committee staff allegedly were disruptive and refused to follow instructions during their last trip. Are you guys a bunch of school-aged children? I mean, seriously. But does it surprise you? I mean, are you surprised that at anything the Democratic Party does now? Seriously. I'm not. They're all a bunch of children. 
And who gives a crap about the law? Seriously, they don't care about the law. They don't care if they break the law. Hell, they let in illegal aliens all the time. They don't want to follow the law. They don't want to follow the rules of law. They don't care. They only have one thing in mind. How can I screw you? How can I make it the worst for you? How can I go down there and figure out what to do and how to make you look bad? Because committee chairman Elijah Cummings, Democrat Maryland, had sent his staffers to visit border facilities for oversight inspections last week and had planned to send staff again to view immigration and custom enforcement and CBP centers. Now, DHS has revoked access to these facilities for the upcoming visit, citing that the staff behavior that interfered with law enforcement operations, including refusing to leave one site after their scheduled window, skipping some tours, and being rude to officers. A DHS official said the ICE visits will still be allowed this week, but with a two-hour time limit. I mean, they were rude. And here's the, why do you think people are rude to police officers today? Because they watch the Democratic Party do it. They were rude to officers. I mean, these people are jackasses. Quote, due to the operational burden placed on the field by the refusal to comply with instructions during last week's staff delegation visit, CBP pulled the trip in which more site visits were to be taken will take place at the facilities this week. A senior DHS official said in an email Wednesday, DHS communicated to the committee that due to their conduct, CBP could not support visits from the committee this week. Now, of course, you know, the left's going to say, oh, oh, well, they're, they're hiding things. Oh, well, they don't want us down there because we're seeing that things are worse than they really are. This is, they just don't want us there. They do this on purpose. You ever notice it? You ever notice what the Democrats do? It's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, here is a direct quote, a direct Quote, I want you to listen to this. During discussions between department and committee staff, the committee staff repeatedly stated they do not intend to abide by DHS guidelines. You're done! You're done. What a bunch of pompous, arrogant assholes. We're not going to abide by DHS guidelines. Then you're not going, oh, well, what are you hiding then? Oh, oh, you, 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 what rules? We need rules. We're not following any rules. You can't tell us rules. (sighs) Here we go. So one of the aides for Cummings uh, was quoted by saying the real news here is that the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, abruptly canceled, abruptly canceled future inspections and denied committee investigators access to 11 CBP CBP facilities as soon as committee investigators began confirming with detainees some of the very same problems identified by the independent inspector general. See, oh, they're hiding stuff. Oh, they're hiding stuff. Unbelievable. In in the in the thing is, they're not hiding anything. I'm trying to find the comment here because this happened. Um, actually, DHS sent a letter, and it was. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, yeah. Uh, the night before last week's visit, oh, here it is. The night before last week's visit, DHS officials had a late night phone call with committee staff urging them to respect officers on the ground as to not disrupt, disrupt business at facilities. But according to a CBP official, the committee's chief counsel who led the delegation starting in Yuma, Arizona, refused to leave the facility after the hour-long tour despite previously agreeing to a 45-minute tour at each location. (sighs) DHS asked the committee to abide by the instructions of the personnel on the ground and to respect the significant operational interest of the border facilities visited. 
unfortunately, at your apparent direction, Democrats refused to listen to law enforcement instructions and made demands at the facilities against the express written notice DHS had provided earlier. The Democratic staff abandoned the agreement with the DHS for limited photography and detain, detainee interactions and accused them of wasting DHS manpower and taxpayer resources. Jordan, Jim Jordan, also accused Democrats of withholding information from Republican committee staff and being secretive about details of itineraries and locations of meetings and visits. Jordan also claimed that Democratic staff took direction from liberal special interest before last week's tour, citing a meeting with representatives of the Southern Poverty Law Center, bunch of freaking commies, a liberal organization currently suing the Trump administration over detention facilities at the border. Jordan claimed that the SPLC gave directions to Democratic staff about what to look for, what to ask about, as well as suggested questions for staff to pose to detainees and DHS officials during their visit. Quote, one aspect missing from your travel, from your staff travel to date has been any interest in the well-being of or resources provided to the brave men and women who serve to secure our border. Several Border Patrol agents told us the nasty rhetoric from Democrats in Congress. One member of this committee, even likened them to Nazis, hurts morale and makes some agents reluctant to tell people what they do for a living. Last week's altercations between DHS officials and committee aides are not the first such dust-ups. Last month, a delegation of lawmakers visited the border, a trip that became the subject of controversy after witnesses told the Washington Examiner that Ocasio-Cortez was screaming at agents and behaving in a threatening manner. You see what they're doing here? Now, once again, here we are. We've got the Dems, you know, screw rules. Screw the law, screw your, you know, anything that goes on down there. We are going to come down there and we're going to make sure we make your life a living hell. We're, we're going to do what we want to do. We're going to do as we see fit. We're not going to listen to you and we don't care. We hate you. You're a concentration center. You're Nazis. Hell, I wouldn't put it past them to spit on them. These people are unbelievable. And then the DHS says, you know what, huh? Guys, if you're not going to follow the rules, we're not going to invite you down. And then the left throws a fit. Then they all, oh my God, oh geez, look what they're doing. What are they hiding? Oh my God, can you believe what they're doing to us? And they don't tell you about what their behavior was that led to that disciplinary reason. I mean, think about it. You're in school. Let's liken it this way. I'll give you an analogy. Uh, little Timmy. He's on a school field trip. He acts out. He doesn't listen to the teacher or the group leaders or the chaperones. He gets in trouble. He, 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 he does all kinds of disruptive things on the field trip, so he's asked to take a timeout, whatever the hell they do in school anymore, and when they get back, they say, you know, here's what little Timmy did. Next field trip comes up. They said, nope, nope, little Timmy, you can't go. You can't go, and little Timmy's like, ah. Why can't I go? It's not fair. You're discriminating. Well, the last time you did, did, did oh, well, no, oh, no, that wasn't my fault. Oh, no, no. I mean, are we back in elementary school? Are we back in elementary school? You got the Democrats acting out, not following the rules, acting out against their safety. I mean, you look at it, it's down on the border. You know, this manufactured crisis that they wanted you to believe isn't a manufactured crisis, it's real. And yet you're down there and you're making it harder on the people who are trying to keep our country and border safe. And yet, what do you do? Oh, well, oh, they're hiding things. Can you believe that? They're hiding things. This is so unfair. Oh, geez. Now we got to go after the DHS because, you know, they're mean to us. Even though we caused the problem. The Democrat Party is sick. I mean, they are literally, they're not well. They're not well, and they're pissed. And they work outside the rules, and they believe. I mean, they honestly believe, and this is what's crazy. They believe the rules don't apply to them. They can do whatever the hell they want to do. 
and they're going to continue to do it. They got the mainstream media carrying their water. They don't care. They're going to call out DHS and the Border Patrol because they hate them. They hate ICE. They want illegal aliens all over this country because they believe they're a voting bloc and they're going to vote for them. And they're going to continue down this path because they don't care and no one has given them a spanking or a timeout. And now here it is. And what do they do? Oh, oh, it's the DHS's fault. I'm telling you. It is crazy the times we live in. I'm, I'm, when I read this stuff, I'm, I'm sitting here sweating. I'm pissed. I'm mad. It, it's ridiculous. I can't believe I got a report on this. I can't believe I'm sitting here talking about it. I can't believe that grownups can't act like damn grownups. I mean, can you not act like an adult? Can you not sit there and actually follow instructions and what you're told to do? I mean, it's very simple. We all do it every day. We all have jobs. We follow the instructions given by our, by our owners by our managers, by the people who employ us. And if we don't, we get fired. But yet these knuckleheads, they do whatever the hell they want because they know they can't get fired. And they don't care. They're above you and I. The rules don't apply to them. And they want, they want the Border Patrol. They want ICE. They want it gone. They want it gone. And they're going to do everything within their power to make sure they can make it as difficult as possible to justify the ends to that mean. It is crazy the time we're living in. All right, I got one more story here. But before I do that, head over to thematlockshow.com. Now the hats are out today. Once again, make sure you get over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, hit that shop button. My hats are out. I ordered a limited run for this first time. I told you before, I wanted to make sure that it looked good embroidered, and it does. It looks great. I've got one of the hats. Um, I ordered 12. I didn't want to order too many. I'm going to start ordering more, but the first 10 are going to be autographed by me. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Get your hat today. I will autograph it and get it, into the mail, get it in the mail ASAP. If you want that hat, do it now. On top of that, hit the link for Verve Forever. Now, you're saying, who's Ver Forever? Ver Forever is a company that loves the veterans, that wants to help them, but not just veterans, you too. They sell CBD oil. Now, I know you've heard about CBD oil. It, it helps with aches and pains. It helps with inflammation. It helps with seizures. It helps with migraines. It helps with sleep. I mean, it just hemp. It's made from hemp. Um, it'll get you through a drug test by what they're saying. It's less than whatever THC to get you through the drug test, but it works. And not only do they have the, the, the CBD oil, they've got the cream that you can rub on your knee, your elbow, your back. It, I, I'm, I'm being told it works well. I'm going to tell you, I'm about ready to get the cream. My knee's pretty sore. I had a ACL, MCL, meniscus surgery in 2006. Um, it's cranky. My back's cranky. I was in an automobile accident in 2009. Um, have a bad back. So I'm about ready to get that cream to try it. But you can go to my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Ver Forever link, and if you act now, today's the 29th, you've got another two days, so you've got until Saturday, if you use Verve, V-E-R-V-E, five zero fifty, you're going to get 50% off your initial order. That's amazing, my friends, half price on your initial order. And if you order over $100 total after the Verve 50, sorry, it's got to be 100 bucks in total, they'll give you free shipping within the continental United States. So get over there, thematlockshow.com. Hit that Ver Forever link. Order your CBD oil. They got it for pets as well. I just ordered some from a dog. Yeah, you heard that story. Our dog, uh, Samson, he's nine and a half. He's struggling a little bit. We're hoping to help with inflammation, with some soreness, uh, with some hip dysplasia and some other stuff. We're hoping it works. So I've ordered some of the canine CBD. It's on its way right now. I can't wait. I use Ver 50. You can too. Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E, 5-0 will get you 50% off your initial order. Do it today. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that Verve Forever link. Get your CBD oil. Do it now. It works. It's good. Help me out. You should be helping yourself out, but help me out because I get paid every time you do that. So head over to matlockshow.com. Verve 5-0 through August 31st. Get you 50% off today. All right. Final story. Got about 12 minutes. And I'm going to tell you, um, I got a different take on this. I've got a different take on this. We're going to head to Minnesota. Now, I know Jeremy Hansen spoke about this yesterday. I saw it on uh, Spreaker that came through my uh, one of my social media accounts. But uh, Ilhan Omar is hit with an FEC complaint accused of paying alleged lover travel expenses with campaign funds. Omar is accused 
of paying alleged, I don't know, it says paramour, with lover, uh, fair, whatever you want to call it. Uh, she's accused of paying the travel expenses with campaign funds. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. I want you to think about this for one second. This isn't the first time we've heard about this. I want to take you back before I get into this story. In June, Minnesota campaign finance officials found that Omar repeatedly violated state rules when she used campaign funds to pay for personal out-of-state travel as well as to help her on her tax returns. Omar was ordered to reimburse her former campaign committee nearly $3,500. The Minnesota Campaign Finance and Public Disclosure, Disclosure Board said the first-term congresswoman must also pay the state a $500 civil penalty for using campaign money to travel to Florida. Now, this isn't the first time, my friends. This isn't the first time. And the really the thing is, I'm going to tell you something here. I don't care who Ilhan Omar lays down in the bed with. I don't. I don't care who she's sleeping with. Supposedly she's going through a divorce with her husband. I really don't care. It's none of my personal business. So I don't get caught up in things like that. I don't care. I really don't care who Omar is sleeping with. What I do care about is the hypocrisy of it. Because first of all, Ilhan Omar is a Muslim. She's a Somali Muslim. In her country, if she were in her country, she would be stoned to death. She comes over to America and tells us how we need to be like her country, right? And then what does she do? She goes down and she goes and lays in, in with another man while he's married. Um, that gets you killed in your country, young lady. And once again, I don't care who she sleeps with. I don't. I don't give a rat's ass who she spreads her legs for. I just don't. But don't sit there and lecture us about how terrible America is, how terrible our freedoms are. You want it to be like Sharia law, and then you go and do something that would get you stoned in your country. That's number one. Here's number two. Don't use my money to do it. If you're going to go have an affair with this guy, use your own money. I don't care if you're shacking up at the hotel. I don't care if you're doing it in the back seat of your car. You should stop using my hard-earned taxpayer dollar. Because the complaint is that Omar failed to itemize travel reimbursements as required by the Federal Election Campaign Act of 1971. Guess what she did? She broke the law. Not by having an affair, but by paying for the travel expenses for her lover and not itemizing them. Now, and that travel expenses increased during the same month that Omar's alleged affair with married Washington, D.C. political consultant heated up. I'm not going to use names. I don't care. I don't care who she's sleeping with. Just stop using my money to do it. But yet again, here we go, talking about Comey, talking about these stupid Democrats at the border, DHS, and now talking about Omar. They're above the law. They're above the law. You want to hear this? Omar's campaign has paid her lovers, campaigning finance marketing group, wherever the hell they are, around $230,000 for fundraising, consulting, digital communications, internet advertising, and travel expenses since 2018. Eight disbursements from Ilhan's campaign to the E Street Group for travel expenses totaling $21,546.94 were not itemized. FEC rules, the NLPC, which is the National Legal and Policy Center, said requires that such travel expenses list the individual benefiting from the arrangement as well as the date and the purpose of the payment. Is knocking boots? <laughs> is, is, is knocking boots uh, one of those things that uh, you will, uh, will list? The NLPC said Omar's team instead only listed E Street as the payee and contained zero details of the trip. Although her former, uh, although her lover's formal relationship with Omar's campaign began in July of 18 with a payment of $7,000 directly to him, the reimbursement for his travel did not commence until April of 19. The same month, he alleges in her, in, that, that his wife, 
who is a doctor, alleges in her filing for divorce that her husband told her of the affair. It appears that his travel, as reported by Ilhan for Congress, may have been unrelated or partially related to the campaign the complaint continued. Noting that romantic companionship is not a legitimate reason to spend campaign funds on travel. You think? <laughs> there were no indications that he or anyone acting on his behalf later reimbursed Omar's campaign. Responding to the complaint, the counsel to Ilhan for Congress and the E Street Group said in a statement that any accusation made that our clients acted to skirt the law in any way is absolutely false and completely unfounded. E Street Group provides multiple different services to Ilhan for Congress under an arm's length contract, fundraising, digital advertising, and the like. As a part of those services, they're calling them services now, uh, the principles of E Street group travel around the country fundraising for the congresswoman. There's nothing untowards about this, nor anything illegal about it, and the complaint even misstates the law and travel reimbursements as it is not required for payments to vendors, only for payments specifically to individuals. She paid him individually $7,000. This is the left. Legal experts said the payments were not necessarily illegal because of Omar's apparent personal connections to him, as long as they were for bona fide campaign expenditures. Knocking boots is not a bona fide campaign expenditure. Additionally, conservative commentaries pointed out, this is going on because we know this has happened before with Omar, but additionally, not only did she violate you know state rules, um, they pointed out that Omar and her current husband, Ahmad Hersey, filed joint tax returns in 14 and 15 when Omar was reportedly married to another man. Omar engaged in a civil marriage with uh, uh, Ahmad Nur said Elmi in 09, and the couple apparently separated in 11 without formal petitioning for divorce until 17. Prior to her marriage with Elmi, Omar had supposedly wed Hersey in the Muslim faith tradition, but the couple separated shortly thereafter. Omar did not officially marry Hersey until 18 after reconciling from him and splitting with Elmi. Tax experts say the IRS only permits joint filings if a couple is in a state that legally recognizes a couple as married. So not only has she committed campaign finance fraud, she's committed tax fraud. She might have been married to her brother. She's been fined. I mean, good Lord. Now, is she knocking boots with this guy? Who knows? Who, who knows? And I, I, honestly, I don't really care. I just don't. What you do in your personal life is your personal business. I'm not in the I'm not in the game to worry about what you do, who you're with, what's going on. That's between you and God. You will get it figured out in the end. But if you're using our hard-earned tax dollars, we're paying our government to do things, and here you've got Omar paying for her boyfriend to fly him around for romantic rendezvous. And once again, if you or I did this, if, if someone along the lines of us did this, we'd go to jail. If you filed your, I'm going to tell you right now, the IRS every year is so far up my backside, it's crazy. I stretch, bend, use every loophole I can find to pay the least amount of taxes possible. And here she is saying that she's, she's filing married with a different man. Where's the IRS? And you sit here and you look at this and you got Reverend Al Sharpton who owes millions of dollars of back taxes. And you sit there and you say to yourself, if you, if you don't get your taxes right, me and you, we're going to jail. But these people are allowed to skirt the law and do whatever the hell they want. And they're rendezvousing and having affairs and doing all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And you got, I got to pay for it. And we better shut up, sit down and not say a word. Oh my gosh. Where, oh, where, where's our world? What is our world coming to? I mean, this is crazy. And once again, there should be there, there should be an investigation. She should have to pay that money back. She should be fine. But once again, this is a sitting congresswoman who believes she is above the law. That is just crazy. And once again, don't care who you're knocking boots with. Don't care who you're screwing. Don't care what you're doing in your personal life. Just don't use my hard-earned tax dollars to do it. All right, guys, head over to the matlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E, get your hats. The first 10 I'm going to autograph. Hey, as a programming note, all next week, I don't have a show on Monday. It's Labor Day. Enjoy your long weekend. Tomorrow's Friday. It's the Friday Roundup. Uh, Monday will be no show of the Matlock Show. Um, I am filling in. 
Up in South Bend, Indiana for Casey Hendrickson on 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. The third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So make sure you tune in there. Um, and then the following week, America's Voice, we will be getting that television show up and running. So you want to make sure to tune in there. But like I said, head over to the matlockshow.com. Get your hat. Those hats are fantastic, by the way. I I'm telling you, I love them. They're fantastic. The first 10, I'm going to autograph. All right, I'm going to go calm down. I got to go. I might go mow the yard. Hell, I don't know. I just got to calm down. The show is over. I appreciate you listening. Share, share, share to all of your friends. Get the word out. The Matlock Show is growing. It's because of you. Before today, the Matlock Show is out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance.